What does it mean to manufacture a stronger standard? At DeGeist, it means to solve challenges and help manufacturers achieve more through our people, our technology, and our belief that anything is possible. This is Manufacturing a Stronger Standard, a podcast by DeGeist. Hi, Derek DeGeist here, president of Less USA and DeGeist Corporation. We're here live at Fabtech 2021 with, our, with another episode of our Manufacturing a Stronger Standard podcast series. And we're talking to industry experts in the finishing and today we have with us our product finishing editor-in-chief, Scott Francis. Hi. Scott, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Um, so you're actually coming to one of my educational things tomorrow. I'm on your show the day after that. We are going to either know each other really well or be completely out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Sounds fair. <laughs> so uh, let's just talk about just we're at Fabtech. First time we've been back live in person now for two years. Right. And... Um, Tell us, can you tell us a little about, about Product Finishing Magazine, what it is, sure. and what your mission is with that magazine? Other than that, I really love to get it every month. <laughs> so, um, Products Finishing is there for um, the finishing industry. We're covering electroplating, powder coating, liquid coating, automations that um, fuel those things um, and make it happen. And we're there to hear the stories of the people doing the work and try to help you tell your story. So, that's really what... Our mission is is to try and help you get the word out, to help celebrate the, the work that finishers do um, from all of those all of those different areas. Awesome. So this is a little bit roles reversed. That's like right. You're in the hot seat now. A little bit. You usually get to drive the answers and the <laughs> questions. Right. questions so. Uh, so automation and finishing, just general industry trends. Tell us, what are you seeing from your, your viewers and your readers about what's happening out there in automation and how that's affecting the finishing industry? So I guess um, probably to start things out, I'm, I'm fairly new to the industry. I came into um, products finishing at the um, at around March of 2020. Um, but I came from another industry, industry publication, Composites World, and then moved into this role. And um, what I've kind of been watching is really the ways that automation, smart solutions, all of the different advances that are um, happening in manufacturing are starting to pick up momentum in for finishers, right? And just seeing, you know, we've already had some of these solutions, but it seems like more and more finishers are getting on board with it and getting um, excited about the ways that it helps them work with manufacturing as a whole. And that's what I kind of have been watching and really excited about. Um, you know, coming from another area of manufacturing, what I was excited to see is the way people work together. Sure. I think and no other place in the manufacturing sector, I think, is that in finishing because of the different, whether you have oven people, you have people that make booths, you got your equipment guys, you have your robot guys, you have, there's a lot of pieces to be able right. to put this together, which is a lot more unique, I think, than the, the other side of fabrication. Okay. So I think that is true. The, the collaboration needed to be able to put that together uh, is a lot more, and it can be kind of daunting for new people going into the industry as well. Right. I got to talk to that guy, and then I got to talk to that guy. Or um, that, yeah. is, that is interesting. Well, some of the conversations that I've also had are, um, you know, about ways that the automations are not. You know, I think I think a lot of older finishers maybe like look at it and they're like intimidated by it. But you know, the real goal of some of this stuff seems to me to be to make it more. Um, easy and seamless and accessible for, for finishers and to educate a whole, you know, new set of people coming in. 
um, and really make those jobs um, attractive and exciting and reinvigorate some of what, what's going on in the industry. I've seen that a lot, even in even in the, the Fabtech's daily publication I picked up this morning, it was workforce development. How do we attract Gen Z? Yeah. How do we get the next generation coming in? And I think that's really that's really cool to see that because that's like the core of DeGeese Corporation and, and Les USA is like, that's what we do. It's like it's talking our jams, which is kind of cool. Right. And, and it is that way. I, I think it's a kind of a two two say two sided thing. One, automation and robotics and fabrication is increasing at a rapid rate, which means that they're then they're increasing the velocity that we're making parts and we still gotta finish it. And so now yeah. we're increasing that. Now we have pandemic. Everybody has to go home. Now some people decide, you know what, I don't think I'm gonna do my last one or two years before I retire. This is kinda nice. You yeah. Know? And some people aren't coming back. Right. Or they're Re-evaluating re- their life goals and decide what they want to do for a living anymore, and that's—I think it's a scary. All of us as an industry is that okay? These jobs aren't being these are—they're not getting the applications. We were already needing people before the pandemic. Now they're not coming back. Why aren't they coming back? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, I've definitely had a ton of workforce conversations with folks, um, and that seems to be one of the things that has maybe driven more more acceptance and interest in this stuff. I mean, I feel like, to your point, the pandemic, like everybody got more comfortable, um, like raised their comfort level, even if they were already good at some of these things um, or, or had some knowledge, everybody got a bit more interested and a lot more comfortable, right? So um, I'm definitely seeing that when I talk to, you know, some of the, the people who, legacy people, they understand yeah. it more, right? And they're more accepting, accepting and excited about it. So that's cool to see. Well, I think the owners is looking at ways to be able to find technology to be able to save that, to save that knowledge, to be able to help them, to be able to get more out of them. I think that's really where we really talk about. We develop software in our, our facility for yeah, it to be able to help our people. When the Lesta, the self-learning robotic technology, does the same, and that you can take that baby, gener- baby boomer generation or those people that maybe don't have as, as many years left or that decide they don't know if they're going to be able to keep doing that. And if we can help them, the robot become an extension of themselves, help that robot be able to teach the robot what they know, get them out of the booth, now keep them longer, right. and now we can keep them so that we can make the career out of a job. And then we can make that attractive for the younger generation to see it as a career opportunity and not just a job. Yeah. So, so that's where we can see, I think, self-learning robotic technology can help. But also, it's exciting to see on the, on the rest of the fabrication side that I think they're doing it as well and that they're finding unique ways or we're finding ways to be able to use the data and technology that your machines can make to be able to help um, make that, to be able to get that knowledge into your help with your processes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, for one, am pretty excited about where things are headed. I mean, it's been a strange time, personally, you know, coming <laughs> on to it and learning about an industry in a time that's been really strange. Uh, this is actually, Fabtech is my first real trade show in finishing, right? Um, I, I mean, went to plenty of things for composites and yeah. all that stuff, but... Um, this is the first time I've been in, like, besides smaller conferences, sure. at a real trade show representing this brand. So it's been an odd time. And, but, you know, with all of the challenges that I do see, I, I feel like it's an exciting time. You know, we have so much advancement and those opportunities to excite people in the workforce about these jobs 
you know, manufacturing jobs are no longer just like a job on the shop floor. That there's there's always going to be that, but you can grow that into a real career. And it seems like these technologies are just a way to make those those careers so much more exciting, so more much more enticing. And finding ways to be able to bring that technology to each one of those jobs too, so that. that um, you're not taking you're not taking away their the information that you're adding it back to their fingertips and be able to help help them do it. And I think it is that is a really exciting thing as well. I completely agree with you, and uh, we're excited to see where that goes, where that takes finishing, and uh, it's going to be a wild ride, and it's going to continue to change now in the future. Now as we're coming back, it's uh, we're going to have to continue to adapt and evolve, and I think it sped up the need to be able to do this a couple years, but. Um, it needed to be done as anyways to be able to help meet that challenge. And hopefully we're looking at soon enough in the finishing side that we have companies come up, they're looking to bring it in house or to improve that operation that they've, we've been able to get there so we can help bridge that gap and help get, get excite people, keep them longer and excite new people to come in. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Scott, thank you very much for joining us today here on our channel. And look forward to more of our conversations. Yeah, in the thanks so much for well. having me. Yeah, you let's, bet. Let's keep talking. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Awesome. And everyone, thanks for joining us on another episode of Manufacturing a Stronger Standard. Make sure to check us out on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you look us up and follow us as we continue to talk about the challenges of manufacturing and how we can address them and, and, and get at and make them better together. Thank you. <laughs>